0: uh yo avanash what has the word cock in it and is feeding the chinese population
1: has what in it oh my god
0: um i, I don't know colin it's of course cockroaches oh you know it's cock- not just the cock part it's the roaches kind of matters with that there but yeah <laughs> oh so gosh. there's there's this article that that we found um credits to huffington post which you know love them or hate them whatever it's an interesting topic but basically china is farming cockroaches by the b-b-b- billions
1: dang billions that's wild yeah so it's so like yeah. how, how do you actually farm a cockroach con like do you just um, you know grow them on a like a piece of land like hey guys Um, you're picking strawberries and then he's like, Oh, Joe, I'm picking my cockroaches.
0: Yeah. So they, they have these, like, it looks like basically like warehouses with like Mm. small, dark, moist crevices. Um, like just like thin slats between woods and they're just like piled full of cockroaches. And then they basically feed them with like food waste. Um, so what's really cool about this actually is that, uh, China I guess has had a, a big with with their increase in population they're having a lot of trouble keeping up with their waste mm-hmm. and specifically their food waste and um, this new system so to speak of farming these cockroaches turns what was once you know going straight to landfills and then obviously just um, turning to, to methane and all sorts of bad gases as it uh, breaks down, is now feeding these cockroaches. Their poop is then being used for fertilizer, and the cockroaches themselves, of course, are being used for a number of things, um, between feeding people, fish, pigs, uh, oh. even for, like, medicines. They're crunching them up, which is, like, you know, probably bullshit, but A little Whatever,
1: but um, yikes. Ew. yes would, would you ever have a medicine that has uh bugs in it
0: i mean the medicine i would not a problem with because it's already like it's like a powder like i don't mind eating a powder thing even mm-hmm. if you said it's like
1: bugs
0: yeah bugs is fine like it's more like when you actually see the cockroach but if it was like crispy and like glazed and something i'd probably still give it a shot you know yeah what about you
1: Uh, I think that's where I'm going to draw a line. Um, I think I'm fine with them eating the food waste. I'm fine with people like farming them and whatever, uh, to get rid of the waste. I personally wouldn't ingest any product that came from a cockroach. Protein shakes, (laughs) Scooby snags, like whatever it was. Um, even if it was like life-saving medication, the fact that it came from a bug, is like ew, no go. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, and I feel like I feel like a lot of the population would be that way, um, and mm-hmm. they def- like, if it became mainstream, came over to the states and everywhere else, um, I, I definitely think there would be a movement or a push against it.
0: At least, so you think um, you could warm up to eating some cock, roaches, uh, cockroaches? No.
1: <laughs> no, Colin. <laughs> all right that's... well i'm uh, all about it i mean i i love would, i, I would think you eat the, the, the actual live roach though someone's like... not live i oh, mean if live, it was live
0: like... no nah. but if it's I like crisped up yeah sure if, it, if, if, if it's like fried nice and crispy or something it has to have some flavor to it like if it's just like a dried bug with no extra flavor or anything then it's like uh probably i'm thinking no but, you know, how often do you just eat bland chicken or, like, fish with nothing on it? Yeah. Because I don't. Sprinkle some uh, <laughs> Raid
1: sauce on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Put
0: some Raid on it. Yeah. It's good for the immune system. Yeah. Uh, Keeps you from um, catching a bug. Get it?
1: Oh, yeah. That's, that's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I forgot what I was right going to ask, actually.
0: Yeah, it's just such a good joke. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Six billion. <laughs> They're at 6 billion cockroaches right now. That is that's... about as many people as there are. And could you imagine if they got out?
1: <laughs> yeah, that that would be tragic. What Do you have any uh, prevention methods? How do you keep uh, the cockroaches on a farm? Once they eat everything, I'm going to be like, yo, uh, I'm going to this guy's farm as well. Uh, or I'm going right? to go into the city or this guy's home and uh, eat all this <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's where it's kind of funny. They actually have like a... Uh, one might say a medieval approach to uh, <laughs> keeping these cockroaches in, in check. Um, so they surround the the warehouse or whatever where these they're farming these cockroaches with a moat filled with fish. So if any of the cockroaches start trying to uh, escape, go elsewhere, unless they all left at once, mm-hmm. you know, which Jesus Christ, that'd be terrible. But uh, theoretically, if they're just trickling out, right, now yeah. these fish... Just are munching on them, so it's pretty cool and kind of hilarious. So that means to go to work to feed these cockroaches or whatever, they have to cross a moat, not keeping anything out, but keeping their inventory in. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that's 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 wild. Like, um, just that who who would think uh, you know build a moat. That's, that's such a like a, a weird a, approach classic. to it. It's but classic. also, if, if it's highly effective. Uh, cockroaches have wings, though, right? They can fly.
0: Yeah, but not really. Like, they don't, I don't think.
1: Why not? Can't they just be that's like... That's a good hey, question. Have you ever seen the movie Ants? I know those are locusts, but that's what I feel like bugs <laughs> are thinking Yeah, of.
0: locusts do, like, fly. I can't think of... Like, when you think of cockroaches, they definitely have wings, but I I don't think they use them very much, but... It's tragic, um, they
1: could get a lot further if they uh, used them.
0: <laughs> true, true. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a, a really cool solution, though, because um, as China continues probably to see more impacts of their quick industrialization and everything, the intense amounts of pollution and, you know... Uh, dealing with higher densities of their populations it's going more urban right Mm -hmm. they're going to run into these problems and have a lot less time to solve things and they're going to be it's going to force their hand basically to find more sustainable solutions to stuff like you know farming cockroaches for example to manage food waste and also to feed livestock so now you have livestock being fed by a more sustainable system, so to speak, and then their poop is now used for fertilizer for agriculture. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, you're looking just, just with one idea, which seems, like, really weird of, like, what if I just, you know, have some cockroaches fuck in my basement for a while and sell them? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's a massive, massive industry, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I actually had a uh, uh, interesting thought, and I think China, China could possibly pull it off. Actually, I don't think American can pull it off. And the, What's the that? reason I uh, the reason I uh, had this weird thought is um, I think it would only be possible in a in a communist uh, regime. <laughs> uh, but essentially, is you regulate the food types that you can eat uh so by saying Hmm. you can only eat these fruits and these are the only fruits that are made or harvested right
0: right so you force seasonality basically with with produce yep that's cool and,
1: and not only that packaging can be unified completely right uh so you get you know one jar of you know peaches one you know box of whatever and you just come back to the store with the same box or whatever right and you can just reuse that, you know, crate or box, whatever it is, and mm-hmm. um, basically all your food waste will be of a similar type, gets fed to the cockroaches, and, you know, if it, if it is systematic and formulated, that poop can be fertilizer for the next round, um, and you could basically create a balanced closed loop um, within that of, like, waste and, uh, you know, food and you see what i'm saying but that would never work in america i, I definitely
0: yeah what well so. i mean communism doesn't work anywhere but <laughs> no no i'm um, not i'm
1: not saying that, that that's a good thing i'm just saying that yeah you no force i got it it to work in that in that balance um, right right if yeah. if you have the, it's, it's the not, controlled
0: economy yeah. basically yeah. yeah no it's a it's an interesting idea and i do think um i don't know I, I, there's I almost like a movement the term, away though. from globalization oh quinn that term what
1: I want to call it uh, summer camp poop. Um, the, the reason is because everyone eats the same food at the same summer camp, so you, you're, all your booze smells the same. <laughs> True. Is that, a,
0: is that a thing that you came across in your summer in my camp adventures?
1: <laughs> I never went to summer camp.
0: <laughs> you're you're hiding in the bathroom, like going into the stall sn- stall after everybody and taking a good whiff and being like, "Hmm, yep, smells the same, same as mine. Crazy." <laughs> no no but, but everybody's shit smells different to themselves everybody knows that you know
1: yeah i think so that's I, I a never fact sp- i that's never spent fact. too much time studying this um
0: oh okay well you sound like an expert so i was just okay. you know trying to trying to follow there yeah. um <laughs> but yeah so i don't know i think uh I think it's pretty interesting. There's there's obviously economic opportunity in more yeah. rural areas to pour the, pull this off um, because it requires, you know, basically cheap land and space. Doesn't require a whole lot of uh, upfront capital to establish necessarily. And um, I don't know. I just think it's overall a really cool thing that they're that they're doing and that there's actually a demand for uh, the cock. Roaches in China. (laughs) You love using that Uh, line. I had to scratch my head. Um, (laughs) Which one? No. Oh my god. The one with the hair on it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's kind of my ultimate takeaway is that I I think as as China and and possibly India as well, Mm -hmm. countries with really dense populations and so forth are going to run into these problems and going to be forced to come up with solutions a lot quicker than us in America that you know
1: don't kind face of have that had a lot more mean. time
0: to develop right yeah so yeah. Um, that's pretty cool
1: do, do you think it could be possible in America like um do you think people would be open to it and do you think the demand will be there
0: Well, I think the economic opportunity would still be there for using it as a source for feeding, you know, fish, farmed fish and pigs maybe. Yeah. Um, And possibly like using the powder. Like, I don't know what nutritional value cockroaches have. Like, I didn't get too deep into that science of it, so to speak. Yeah, they're Um, not in protein but, yeah, so so I would think that it may not catch on yet as, like, food source or snacks or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty hard to change, uh, I feel like, America's mm-hmm. mindset towards eating bugs because it hasn't been, like, a part of our culture. Yeah. Um, whereas other places, it, it can be pretty standard. Um, yeah. But, you know, if we were forced... If, if our hand was forced for some reason or another, you know, people adapt when you have to. So,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Hmm. Yeah. But, Interesting. So, yeah, I mean. Uh, have you ever eaten We're going to. Have I. Yeah, I bit an ant uh, in half because it bit me. So, I bit it back and ate it. Strange case. <laughs> it's like in, in like, I was like eighth grade too. That wasn't even like when I was like a really little kid. I was like I knew what I was doing, and I was like getting revenge on the ant. uh So yeah, yeah, I did that. That's
1: wild! Holy shit! I've never, I've <laughs> never eaten a bug. You haven't
0: done that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like you know when oof. you squish a cockroach or something. It has like sustenance to it. An ant, there's like nothing. There's virtually nothing there. You know. So it wasn't like that gross. I wouldn't just like pick a cockroach up and eat it because it's like on the floor. Yeah, that's disgusting. Honestly, but...
1: now that now that you're talking about it, I'm probably probably open to eating bugs. And and want to want to hear the reason why. Why? Cause Simba eats bugs in Lion King, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm True. I'm sure they're slimy yet satisfying.
0: Just trying to be more like Simba. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's gonna goal. be the episode title <laughs> just trying to be more like simba <laughs> yeah really um wild. but yeah so as you guys may or may not notice we're trying to to take a new approach to off topics um the last like hmm, how many did we do like 30 total, or so 30. yeah
1: oh
0: yeah the i mean just total we've been doing them for for a bit now and i think we've gotten better more comfortable talking in like podcast terms but When we looked at it, we were like, you know, we want to be able to actually offer more value to people interested in different sustainable things while still going off topic from time to time. That's what it's kind of all about. Um, So, yeah, we're trying to tie in some things that are actually interesting, doing a little bit of research into stuff. Um, And that kind of goes into our next segment here. We started with Douche of the Day. And we're like, ah, it's too negative all the time. We'd like yeah. to at least be some negative, some positive. So um, right now we're going to call it Dunce or Dope. Uh, name Sub- pending.
1: Subject to change. <laughs> not,
0: not quite there yet, but the point is, uh, you know, we're going to talk about somebody, something. Are they a dunce or is it dope? So yep. yeah, so, so this week... We got the French president, Emmanuel Macron? Macron. Macron? I don't watch the news. I just read Macron. stuff, so I don't know how it's pronounced. Do you?
1: you got to say it like a French person. Macron.
0: Macron. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I, need to get my, I need to get my uncle to say it. Um, <laughs> I thought you've got Yeah, I have a blood French uncle, though. or He's not blood relative, but he's married into the family French. He's blood French blood of french French blood he's of french blood oh okay and a, sh- a chef stereotypically um so yeah and he actually hates france's politics and their socialism um Interesting. so shit is going down in france um yeah. it's been all over the news i heard it's about taxes and honestly until i i read up on it today i didn't really know what about? I was just like, ah, oh, they're French. They're just, I don't know, protesting. emotional. Again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just don't like something. Whatever. I saw a video yeah. of uh, them like spraying shit onto like parliament buildings or something. Uh, but that's besides the point. So
1: <laughs> Colin can't read French, so he didn't know what they're writing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just saw brown stuff coming out of the top of a truck that looked like a septic style truck. So. I was like, hmm, interesting. But basically what's going down here is uh, they kind of in a sweeping fashion impose some steep carbon taxes. As you know, French is already socialist, so they're already taxed very heavily in general, right? So now you add on top of that these new taxes to um, fossil fuels, basically. Uh, Economically, it makes sense when you tax something, it's used to to discourage its use right so they hoped to reduce their carbon footprint as a country by reducing their use of fossil fuels but they did this without even considering seemingly how it impacts the common man Mm -hmm. and the common man got really fucking mad and took to the streets uh so so
1: so explain how 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 affects the common man uh, cause wasn't it like a top down approach? Like they talk, uh, they, they text, um, <clears throat> the bigger companies, right? And how does that affect the common man?
0: Um, so basically the, the common man, so to speak is a lot more sensitive to, um, changes in tax-based policies, right? So if mm-hmm. if you had, for example, you know, a 5% tax on something across the board, right? Yeah. As usual, the rich or the people with large incomes are, are going to be able to afford it, and they can take that hit, but it makes a much bigger dent in uh, the regular person who needs to drive a car to work or who... You know, it raises energy prices across the board, their heating and things for their home. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, the, the approach um, needs to be something that more so empowers the masses to be on board, because now what you're going to get is uh, a division in the country and people against uh, things that are trying to you know attack climate change where it matters, um, because they're doing it in a way that is hurting people economically who can't really afford that hit mm-hmm. as much, right? Yeah, so the other approach would be more like you know what they're calling now the Green New Deal, is what we hope to see, mm-hmm. where there's a huge investment in sustainable infrastructure, right? So if the government rather than you know punishing so to speak through taxes to discourage use of fossil fuels if they instead invested in, you know establishing more efficient um m- more efficient like energy yeah. housing things or subsidized right solar whatever there, there's plenty of ways that, that you could do it but um you, you would have a greater likelihood of getting the common man on your side because you're likely providing jobs through that investment and in infrastructure. And, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, just, just my initial thoughts
1: on this is, um, this, this kind of rushed like taxation, uh, it could be a good, like foretelling of an approach that other governments might take. Uh, so I, as you know, the climate gets worse, um and people start fretting and governments start, you know, fretting, uh, I, I feel like they might take the same approach and, you know, yield the same result. And that's not the overall goal, I think, of sustainability, which is, you know, no um, not civil unrest and protests and violent shit. Right. Um, so... What can we like learn from this like you know uh how should other governments approach it as well because you know the u.s and i mean every other country is going to follow suit i think
0: um uh yeah so i don't know it's 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 frustrating to me because as a somebody who cares about the environment obviously i like the fact that there's a guy in power who's at least trying to do something and who's taking the whole climate change problem seriously and Mm -hmm. wanted to you know help lead a global approach towards climate change all of that conceptually very positive right Mm -hmm. uh again the problem is there's if if sustainability becomes something exclusive to the rich then it's never going to work until we're forced until it's a forced hand moment and then you'll see a yeah. bigger division between you know the poor having to simply cut back and entirely change their lifestyle as in you know now i we have water restrictions so i have to like you know shit in buckets or something cover it with sawdust whereas the rich would be able to afford some composting toilet and maintain a similar level of, you know, lifestyle. Yeah. So if this route is... I, I think the protest is a positive thing because it it put a check on um, this kind of big government approach, and I think the response should be how do we how do we solve this in a more grassroots fashion that will you know, engage people on both left and right? Because now you're going to create an even further political division mm-hmm. as well with that. Um, and the environment is something that should not at all be uh, like a party issue. It's insane to me that the environment that we all share has become like seen as a party issue. And why, why does it seem like Republicans outright don't make it a priority, yeah. um, or deny that, that Democrats it exists. Are. Right, and and the denial of climate change is so re- it's it's so uh, scummy, um,
1: stupid,
0: just flat
1: out dumb as shit. Like denying evidence, don't know science. Like, if you can find a scientist who disagrees, and um, they're actually a scientist invite them to talk to us because um, I'd really like to meet the dumbass
0: who <laughs>
1: thinks uh, otherwise. No, it's,
0: it's some sort of uh, probably like paid off exactly. scientist by energy companies or whatever. But, Sell out. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, one, one thing that I found interesting though that was in this article, it was like a CNN article mm-hmm. um, and there was a a quote here that I'm going to read, but basically there's this thing called the Carbon Disclosure Project
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, where it's supposed to track uh, big corporations and a financial industry and their com- climate commitments, right? Because big companies, a lot of them now, are making some big promises as far as cutting back on their uh, carbon footprint and things like that. Um, so let's skim here. which. So more than 275 companies with a combined market cap, so that's like the value of the companies, of $6.6 trillion, uh, dick load of money, and more than 160 financial firms uh, responsible for assets of over $86.2 trillion um, are part of this disclosure uh, project. Um, It says, but because... Uh, or but these carbon reduction promises aren't government treaties, and their commitments are self-reported. There's a clear problem there that gives plenty of room to lie to say that you met something that you didn't, or to you know fudge how you um, use certain numbers. You know everybody messes with stats to make it work for them, right? Yeah, so, that's insane. Um, Yeah. Simply put, it says the world's community has no means to hold the corporations to uh, be accountable. So when Walmart vows to remove one gigaton of CO2 emissions by 2030 um, or insert a bunch of other examples of companies promising to cut back, uh, Mm. there's no way for angry French farmers to discern the truthful outcomes of such lofty aspirations. So basically it's like these big companies are saying, yeah, 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 we're, we're on board for making these really big changes. Um, but it's impossible to really hold them accountable or track what impact it's making. Whereas if you put in some, you know, regulation or, or whatever that directly impacts the common man, it's, you know, affecting that person, that, you know yeah. french farmer or and, what and, have you so
1: yeah my, my only take <laughs> on that though is you're treating two entities se- separately like uh, i mean the same uh, a company is not a person a company's whole purpose is to make money right uh keep mm-hmm. the stocks up it ha- doesn't have a conscious it doesn't live on this planet right it does not survive off of the food the resources of this planet <sighs> All it does is fuck shit. I can up.
0: make an argument otherwise, um, <laughs> but it, it's people. Because I'm pro, I'm very pro business. though, is the thing, but in a positive way. Words, anyway, continue.
1: So, so anyway, um, this could get
0: real off topic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I, I just think you shouldn't treat them that way. Um, the people that run the company are running it in the interest of the company. Uh, it's about shareholders, about you know, making sure. Their employees are, you know, fine, making sure their stockholders are fine. Um, that's the game there. It's not mm-hmm. about, you know, saving the planet or even living. They don't have to feed the company. Um, it's, it's well, you know, just money at the end of the day. And Right. They... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And with the farmers, it, it's, it comes down to, you know, food on the table. Like, that's their, you know, livelihood, but also the environment that they're living in. Um Eating mm-hmm. and living and I don't know whatever you do in a farm, um, but
0: that that's that's different you different Fucking the sheep, things like that. But <laughs> no, damn Colin, <laughs> it was on your list. I They're see, I see your, your list, in I notes it's right here. Oh my, God. that was in your list that you were saying about what farmers do. No, I didn't um, <laughs> use corn cobs for weird things. But anyway, um,
1: <laughs> well, what's your take on it, Colin?
0: <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> My, I, I come, you know, from this small business background, and uh, a business ultimately is a collection of people, and it is there to grow and continue. Like, there is basically that business philosophy of, like, well, if you're not growing, then you're shrinking or you're dying, right? Um, and that's obviously inherently not sustainable, and no business ever has withstood the the test of time so to speak like a city has and things so Mm -hmm. there's a natural like dying off even giants you know like amazon or whatever are going to be susceptible one day potentially as economies change as you know the world changes to to be obsolete right and it's it's really hard to think about now but it's like what what is that camera company like fucking uh Kodak, yeah, things like that, where one day you're you're running shit, and then something happens, and you're you're all of a sudden three steps behind. Um, so there's there's like this ebb and flow of business, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, ultimately, I I think it's great if companies are like climate stuff and environment stuff is on their radar for these huge companies. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, these huge companies do account for a big part of the the environmental impact of the world right um the the collection of these actions right all the way up and down the supply chain from pulling a resource out of the ground to you know delivering it to your local walmart to you putting it in your face that's all uh There's like different touch points basically with the environment at each level. And that's why big business will have the opportunity to make the biggest impact potentially. Yes. Potentially. But they're also the the problem is the accountability. Right, right. So it's like, are you going to, it's like that question could you make a bigger impact, like say, I don't know, working within exxon Mobil or something somebody who has the direct potentially one of the most negative impacts of the environment versus being somebody that uh you know is doing their best with a small nonprofit or whatever but mm-hmm. you know you never really get to a level where you can make anything beyond a, a local impact which matters but that's just the thing we're in this world where there's this division between big global companies and and small companies and um it's gonna take both ultimately it's gonna take the commitment from both uh to really i think turn around all this environmental stuff yeah Um, climate change and all that it's it just it has to um
1: that's true and and we
0: we need a way to hold them accountable that's what it comes down to as well
1: i i I think a huge i don't say a huge challenge but a big challenge is getting everyone on the same fucking page there's still so many people that deny it that you know, it's not a priority. Like, um I, I think once everyone acknowledges it and there's no doubt about it, now right. everyone's in the same boat. Now we can at least start dumping the water. Yeah, out. start
0: you start <laughs> rowing in the same direction or everybody's bailing water instead of some people pissing in the boat. And you're yeah, like, exactly. Johnny, you stop pissing in the fucking boat, dude. It's going down and he's like what Exactly. <laughs> And he just keeps chugging water. And you're like, Johnny, Jesus Christ, stop peeing in the boat. Yeah. While you're sitting there shoveling out his piss. He's 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 peeing it into your bucket. Really disrespectful. That's what it feels like. Johnny peeing in your bucket while you're trying to... Yeah, but it's not just
1: Johnny. It's literally like... I don't say the whole Republican Party and friends, but... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and
0: meanwhile, your boat captain is steering you into an iceberg. And he's (laughs) like, let's see what happens. (laughs) yeah it's interesting yeah, it's, it's crazy uh, i'm gonna work on that metaphor i like it yeah, uh, I, I <laughs> bailing think, a boat out while people are peeing into yeah, it and the captain is uh, driving I, I into an that, um, what happens uh, what's
1: it called that that uh <laughs> like uh analogy really yeah it's like he's nice. like the only one like dumping uh water out
0: yeah um, well but yeah it's well just crazy. each one of you guys has uh, the ability to make your own impact, so start peeing in your backyard, start bailing water out, do what you can. I don't have you a backyard know? going.
1: Not true. Front All right. Also,
0: pee in your roommate's toilet so that it goes on their water bill, and <laughs> <laughs> you can wipe your conscience clean. That's how it works. Don't
1: separate the water um, like that. Okay. Um. Just, make, just
0: make somebody else flush it. No, but um seriously we, we came out lately actually with this awesome broke guide to sustainability um so i just want to talk about that real quick if you go to our website and enter your email in you'll see there's a pop-up uh for you to subscribe um we'll send you this pretty dope uh broke guide that one of our lovely interns darian made um if you want to get to know her check out one of the past episodes we did an interview with her it's really cool she's a great person but um learn how to save money and you don't have to be the rich guy to, to change your own lifestyle so yeah, man. please check that out and uh
1: protect your world
0: special thanks to my good friend valleys for our incredible theme song if you want to check them out go to spotify or soundcloud and type in v-a-l-l-e-y-z